Well, amen and amen. That is the message. If Jesus carried the weight of the world on his shoulders, he is more than able to carry us through whatever it is that we are walking through. Amen. Amen. Well, this morning, if you'd like to read along in our passage today, if you'd like to read, uh, we are in the book of Philippians. Philippians in the New Testament, chapter 1, and we're going to be reading verses 3 through 6. Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. I thank my God every time I remember you in all of my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you so much for your word. Thank you that inside your word, the Bible, we are able to discover the way and the truth and the life. Father, we pray that you will give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to receive the word of your message as it is heard today. In Jesus' name, and amen, amen. Have you ever been to the ocean and stood ankle to shin deep? As the waves come and go. When you stop to think about it, it's quite an awesome thing. For as you stand there and as the waves wash into your ankles, your shins, you can feel the weight of the ocean gently pushing you off center as your gravity carries you toward the beach. But just as quickly as you feel that push, the wave pulls back into the ocean. And as it does, you can feel the wave gently undercut your feet, carrying the sand out from under your feet. It's a strange feeling to stand in ankle-to-shin level water and feeling as if your feet could possibly go out from under you. And you know, the will of humanity is very similar. Although in the middle of my will, we generally feel grounded. But in the center of my will, although we feel it to be a firm foundation... As it turns out, it's nothing more than sand. So when the winds and the water rise and the undertow swells, we find what we thought was stability is really nothing more than slipping sand that wants to take us off our feet and leave us swimming for our lives. But that's the beauty of God. He created us with 
free will. Thank you for it, Lord. He does not stop us from choosing my will be done. But as our feet slip and as we find ourselves swimming for our lives out in that deep water, we are better able to hear him calling our name. We are better able to see his hand reaching out and offering us the lifeline that saves. And so I pray today that inside this message that each of us will see and hear the Lord as he describes for us his will for us. And in order to see God's will for us, we first need to see God's will is to work in us. God's will is to work in us. And we see this in verse 6. When I was a child, along with climbing up the TV antenna at night and laying on a blanket on the roof to watch the stars and the airplanes fly by. Another of my favorite experiences from childhood was that after dark in our back room, we had a fireplace and dad would light a fire and mom would light the oil lamps and she would put on this record on the, on the record player uh, records to play the music and We'd make funny shadows on the ceiling and on the walls and just had some great memories of that from my childhood. But here's the thing I would like us to see about that. On those nights, in those moments after dark, if there was no light, we would not see the stars in the sky. If there was no light, we wouldn't see the airplanes fly by. If there was no light in the fireplace or in the oil lamps, there would be no light. You see, we begin life as an empty oil lamp without the light. And once we are old enough to understand this truth, we become accountable. We become accountable for what we do with the light. Capital L. But nevertheless, Psalm 103 verses 13 through 16 tells us, speaking of God, that as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, to those who have a healthy reverence for him. And it goes on to say, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. As for humanity, our days are like grass. 
We flourish like a flower of the field, but the wind blows over it, and it's gone, and its place remembers it no more. This, friends, is our reality as humans. When we follow, my will be done. Without Christ, who is our light and salvation. But there is wonderful news. God has a will for each of us too. That's wonderful news. As God's will begins in each of our lives, when by faith we ask Jesus to light his match so that his light will shine in our oil lamp, so that his oil will fill our lamp, so that his light will shine brightly in us for the whole world to see You see, God's will is to work in us. And besides seeing that God's will is to work in us, I'd second like us to see that God's work in us is good. His work in us is good. And we see that in verse 6. I don't know about you, but if, if you have ever lived in my will be done, you know what happens when problems or resistance or misunderstandings or disappointments or on and on and on the list goes. When these things arise, we know what happens. In our human nature, we react in one of two ways. It's been described as the fight or flight. We're either going to have a fight or we're going to run away from the issue. Have you ever been there? Oh man, you know I have. And even in Christ, even in Christ, at various times for a variety of reasons, Our old nature rises again. And we are either going to have a fight. We're out of here. It's called my will be done. But here's the thing. In Christ and in those times that my will wants to reign. We must remember. That in Christ, we are a new creation. We are a new creation. The old human way of thinking and acting has gone. And the new way of thinking and acting has come. And it's always available to us. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us that. But here's the thing. We must remember about being in Christ and always having access to this new way of thinking and acting. Here's the thing. In Christ, 
God doesn't stop those problems. He doesn't stop that resistance or misunderstanding. He doesn't stop those things that become burrs under our saddle. He doesn't stop them from occurring. No. And some might say, some might say especially in our day and age, that no loving parent would allow things to happen to our children that we had the power to stop it. Think about it. If you knew your child was about to get in trouble or make a decision that you know is not going to end well, aren't we prone to take matters into our own hands to save them from the end result? While it's true, we as parents need to be for our children, especially when they're younger, to teach them, to train them, to protect them, to lead them, guide them into all truth in Christ. There comes a time in their life where we as parents would do like God and allow things to happen for them to find out. But here again, we must see the beauty of God. He's the great architect. When we say yes to Jesus, he lights the lamp of our heart. And he instantly, in that moment, has a blueprint for all that we can become in Christ. And just as a piece of land has to be surveyed and cleared to spec and materials and builders contracted and construction has to start and be completed and then it has to be inspected to see that it's finished according to the original blueprint. It's been done to spec, if you will. You see, when we say yes to Jesus... There is work to be done in us. And I know for me, God could have retired off of all of the work that he's had to do in me and all that's left to do. Because that work is not all wonderful. It's not all easy work. There's hard work. And just as Jesus prayed in the garden, Father, Not my will, but yours be done. So too, time and again, rather than fighting, rather than running from things that we'd rather not be dealing with, the work that's required, it's hard to do. It's hard to sled through. It requires us to face the difficulties And then, like Jesus, to submit and pray, Father, not my will, but your will be done. You see, if we really believe that Jesus, who he, who, if we really believe that Jesus is who he said he was, and if we really believe that God really did love us so much that he gave his one and only Son, then we can believe 
that God's blueprint for our lives is that He knows the plans He has for us. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29.11 These words have comforted many a Christian over the years and have given confidence that God is good all the time. And all of the time, God is good. But as is always the case with regards to the Bible, there is always context around every scripture verse that gets pulled out. There is ground that each verse is planted in. And to ignore the ground that the verse is planted in is to miss the greater point. Jeremiah was writing to God's children. Jeremiah was writing the word of the Lord to God's children who were in exile in Babylon. Why? Because God had a plan for Israel. Because he had a plan for the world. And to the original readers, God's people Israel, there in exile in Babylon, the message that was delivered was not a good one. You see, Israel would remain in exile for 70 years, meaning that for most of those that were reading and hearing this promise, most of them would never see home again. Doesn't sound like a good thing. But in the end, God's plan was good because Israel did return home. And about 600 years later, Emmanuel did come and he lit our world with the love of God. And then about 33 years later, the light of God would be snuffed out. But then early on the third day, the brightest white light that had ever been seen would reignite inside Christ's body. Why? To both conquer death and to make available that same light inside the life of all that will believe and receive. When we are faithful to settle down in this truth, especially when in the middle of our problems and resistance and misunderstandings, his new way of thinking and acting can begin to manifest. And when the storm has passed, you know what happens? Another check on another box of completion of the blueprint that God has for you and for me in Christ. Another check in a box has been completed because we have become more like Christ. You see, God's work in us, it may be hard at times, Praise God, God's work 
in us. Man, it's good. It's good. And finally, besides seeing that God's will is to work in us and that his work in us is good work. Thirdly, now I'd now like us to see that that God will carry his good work to completion. God will carry his good work to completion. Have you ever been in a spot in life, have you ever felt like you were so far behind that maybe, just maybe, you can pretend you're in front? Ever been there? Oh, man. Sometimes that's the way life seems. But here's one more time that the beauty of God becomes so, so precious. Those that are in Christ are a new creation. You are a new creation. If you are in Christ, you are. You are. You are a new creation. You are. Therefore, again, as Psalm 103 declares, God does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Listen to this. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who have a healthy reverence for him. God is faithful. And his compassion and his mercy do endure forever. And so even though we may not be pleased with how far we have yet to go, We can take heart in knowing that in Christ, nothing good comes but in his timing. Can I say that again? Nothing good comes but in his timing. And when we embrace that we are a new creation, and when we decide to remain in Christ and to believe in his plan, that it's a good plan, to prosper and not harm, to give a hope and a future, even in the middle of difficulty, especially in the middle of setbacks and things that seem like large obstacles that I'd really rather fight or run away from. God's plan is a good plan. It's a good plan for my life. When we really believe that all of this is true, then there is nothing, nothing to fear. Because God always keeps his word. And God's word tells us again and again and again that the work to be done in us is his work. It's a good work. And he will bring it to completion. That's incredible, encouraging news for us. You see, God's will is to carry his Good work in us all of the way to completion. And now I pray that you see what it means to be confident and to know 
that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Father, there may be some hearing this that have yet to take to heart the reality that they need Christ's light to come and to save them from the coming dark. Oh, Holy Spirit, I pray today that each one of these will see their need for Jesus and come to Jesus to say yes to Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Come and light my lamp with your great light. And Lord, for those of us that need a fresh anointing of the rest that comes when we embrace your truth, that your plan, no matter how difficult it is at time, no matter what it is that we are coming against, that your plan is a good plan. That it's always a good plan, especially when it's tough. For those that need to know this, that you are working even when we can't see it. You are working even when we can't feel it. You are working, you are working for our good and for your glory. Lord, I pray that you will help each one of us to see this truth and to believe this truth. And to lean into those times and places and things that we would rather fight or run from. Lord, help us to persevere. Holy Spirit, come and be encouragement. And be rest. And be peace. So that we will have the strength to press on through the hard things. So that you will be able to complete your good work in us that we begin to emulate our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, and we do praise you, Lord, and we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And now may the God of peace who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, may he equip you with everything good for doing his will and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. God bless each of you. You are released.